The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. It's the one that changes us, it's the one that raises us. The whole essence of the training is that we'll be raised, that men of the word and men of the spirit will be raised in this place. Hallelujah. This morning, I'm to talk to you on faith, the lifestyle of a new creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And our, the objective of our class is to create in you an understanding of the new creation lifestyle so that you can work it out. Say, work it out. So that you can work it out in your life. Hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38, it says, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. The just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. Say, I don't draw back. The just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. And that's also what it says in Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4, in Romans chapter 1 verse 17, in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 11, God repeats, has repeated the same thing in those scriptures, saying the just shall live by faith. Meaning that for you and I, as sons and daughters of God, there is no other way to live. Hallelujah. If we are not living by faith, then we are not walking in the fullness of God. If we are not living by faith, invariably, we are losing out. We are missing out on things. Hallelujah. 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 We are not taking advantage of all that is available to us if we are not living by faith because that's the way God says to live. Glory to God. You know, you, you, you consider an office. Maybe there's their rule. This is the way we have said we will do things. If you have somebody consistently going against how things are ought to be done in a particular place, would they ever receive favor in that place? Can they walk in the fullness of what is available in that organization? No, because you are not embracing the lifestyle of that place. Hallelujah. In the kingdom of God, our lifestyle is faith. And that's what we're going to be looking at, the fundamentals of faith this morning. And that is why you need to have a clear understanding of what faith is, so that you can live that way. Amen. Amen. Some of, some of us have been in church for a very long time. A very long time. But we still have not embraced this faith as a lifestyle. We come to church on Sunday mornings. We say hallelujah. We say praise the Lord. You know, but we just go home again. And life continues. But that will not be your portion anymore today. In the name of Jesus Christ. So before we go into detail in what faith is, you know, what does it do? Just to give you an idea. Faith overcomes the world. Hallelujah. First John chapter 4, 5 and verse 4. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Your faith will put you over. Over circumstances, over situations, over sickness, over disease. Your faith will put you over. Hallelujah. It overcomes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith quenches the fiery dart of the enemy. Hallelujah. You know, Satan is our enemy. How many people know that you have an enemy? Hallelujah. Bible says we shouldn't be ignorant of his devices. But thank God because faith can quench any fiery dart of the enemy. Hallelujah. Faith can keep you from whatever the devil throws at you. And you don't even know that he's doing anything because you're standing in faith. Hallelujah. You know, my MD once told me of the story of a friend of ours. Who the mother, I mean the mother, 
was the one behind some of the issues they were experiencing in their house. Fearing that. Hallelujah. But thank God because they knew how to stand in faith. And ultimately, the woman bore the consequences of her own, own actions. And some of you are from such backgrounds, from pagan, pagan backgrounds. But thank God because when you get into the word of God, you can have victory and permanent victory. Hallelujah. Where you are no longer afraid. It doesn't matter if your uncle is a witch doctor. Faith quenches the fury that of the enemy. Hallelujah. Faith gives you access to the grace of God. Romans chapter 5 verses 1 and 12. It says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through Jesus Christ. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Faith gives you access to the grace of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith gives you access to the grace of God. And we know that the grace of God has given all things to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Faith pleases God. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. Hallelujah. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He that comes to God must believe that he is. Is what anything you want him to be. He is the I am that I am. He that comes to God must believe that he is. Whatever it is you need God to be, he is. Hallelujah. If you need him to give you children, he will be your child giver to you. Hallelujah. If you need wisdom for academics, he will be your source of wisdom. He will be your light. If you want him to protect you in trouble, he will be your shield, your protector, your buckler. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He is. When we come to God, faith pleases him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know why faith pleases God? Because he wants to bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's through faith that we access all the benefits that are ours in Christ Jesus. And he wants you to have. The more you have, the more pleased he is. Hallelujah. Does somebody understand that? Faith pleases him because that is the way you, you access his blessings. His blessings are already available to you by grace. But through faith you are able to make withdrawals. Hallelujah. Each time you make a withdrawal, he's excited about that. Each time he makes a withdrawal, he, 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 he's excited, he's pleased. Faith, your faith pleases him. Hallelujah. Your faith will subdue any situation. Hebrews 11, 32 and 33. What sh shall I say more? For time will fail to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, of David, of Samuel, of the prophet, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises. Glory to God. Glory to God. They stopped the mount of lions. They obtained promises. Hallelujah. Your faith will subdue. Whatever situation you're facing, it will put you over. Hallelujah. It will subdue that situation. It will level it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But we need to know what faith is. We need to know what hope is. We need to know what mental ascent is. Hallelujah. Before I talk about, um, you know, what faith is, mental ascent is what a lot of church people have. Hallelujah. 
Mental ascent is that place where you say, you know God is the healer. If you say, you know God heals, all of us, 100% of everybody in this place, will say, yes, amen, hallelujah, we believe it, hallelujah. But only few people act on it, but not anymore in this church in the name of Jesus. Because all of you are rising up, and you are taking your place, and you are accessing all that is yours. Hallelujah. Mental ascent just agrees with the word of God mentally. A lot of us have scriptures, Bible verses. But they are just there in the head. You've never acted upon them. But all that will change going forward. In Jesus' name. Mental ascent is acknowledging the tr truthfulness of the word of God. The integrity of the word of God. But never doing anything about it. It's like standing outside the bakery and converting the cake in the window. It's not possessing. Hallelujah. It doesn't reach out to receive. Hello? Hello? Faith receives. Say, say with me, faith receives. Mental absence is that place where we are just nodding. We are just saying, yes. Yes, it is true. But when the opportunity presents itself for you to receive the word of God, you are not doing anything about it. It means that you came to church broke. Then you heard that my God shall supply all your needs according to your riches and glory. You said amen. But when you walked out of that door, you said, Pastor, those needs are still there. Hallelujah. And that in itself is not what I'm addressing. It's your heart when you're saying that. Because sometimes you might be at that place where you need to talk to that pastor after the service. But is that place where something has shifted in your heart? Where for once you are now saying, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If you are not able to connect the word of God with the situation that you are in, you have only just mentally agreed with that word and it's not going to do you any good. And one year down the line you still will be broke, two years down the line you will still be broke, but not you in the name of Jesus Christ. Because all that is changing. Do we understand that? Do we understand that? God, Bible said by the side of Jesus, you were healed. Mental ascent says, yes. But when you walk out of that door, they prayed for you. You were still feeling symptoms in your body. But faith says, I believe the word of God. I believe by the stripes of Jesus, I've been healed. I may still be feeling a bit weak in my body. But I believe by the stripes of Jesus Christ. I'm healed. And you rise up from that um, seat, acting healed, talking like you're healed. Hallelujah. But if you rise up from that seat, still watching everybody, can't they notice how sick I am? Nobody has even asked why I'm acting the way I'm acting. Nobody has even noticed there's anything wrong with, with me. Maybe they don't even care in this home church. They don't care in this church. Hallelujah. And you walk out of that place, you've not acted on the word. You have only mentally agreed with the pastor. When he said you are healed, you say amen. Or you didn't receive that word. Do we understand that? Do we understand that? So a lot of times, it's just sense knowledge. Hallelujah. It's just sense knowledge. It's based on, you know, what you can feel, what you can see, what you can touch, and so on. It's based on logic, your reasoning. But it's not looking to the word of God. Glory to God. But not anymore in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. James chapter 2 verse 20. It says, without no old vain man... That faith without works is dead. Hallelujah. Did you see that in your Bible? That faith without works is what? Dead on arrival. It cannot help anybody. Glory to God. 
James 2.20 calls such reactions to God's word as dead faith. It is unproductive because it cannot act out what it believes. Faith, on the other hand, is the product of, the, of your spirit. Faith is what is produced when the word of God is sown in the soil of your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you put the word of God in your heart, faith is the product. Faith is what comes out of that mix. Fundamentally, faith is based on the revelation knowledge of the word given by the spirit. Faith comes in your spirit by hearing the word and the word continually develops faith in your spirit. Romans chapter 10. Let's read that. Romans chapter 10. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans chapter 10. The righteousness which is of faith speaks on those wise. Say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven? From verse 6. That is to bring Christ down from above. But who shall ascend into the deep to bring Christ up again from the dead? But what does it say? The word is near thee, in your mouth, in your heart. The word of faith that we preach. That if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart you believe. So believing happens in your heart. With your heart you believe unto righteousness. With your mouth confession is made unto salvation. Glory to God. For the scripture said, Whosoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. The same Lord over all is rich unto all. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach good news. Glory to God. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who had believed our report? So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. When you are in a church on a Sunday morning like this, faith comes. When you pick up the Bible and you read and study the Bible and you just do what Joshua 1.8 says, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your heart, your mouth, but you will meditate on it day and night. When you spend time meditating on that word, what happens? Faith comes. Hallelujah. When you pick a message from a preacher, Pastor T's message that he has been preaching all year long, then you slot it in the city and you're listening to it. What's happening? Faith comes. You're hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. That's what happens in your spirit. And as you're hearing, you're saying it. Glory to God. Glory to God. Out of, there's no other source of faith. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The mouth speaks. When you put faith-filled words in your heart, it's only natural for faith-filled words to come out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody says, how do I know if I'm standing in faith? Check yourself. Just listen to yourself for a few minutes. Hello. Hello. Because out of the abundance of your hand, what happens? You speak. You will speak. And immediately you know that, oh, this doesn't line up with the word. Get back to the word. It means you need to hear and hear and hear some more. Hallelujah. You need to hear and hear some more until your speaking aligns with your word. You're believing. Until your speaking aligns with the word of God. Do we get that? Do we get that? Hallelujah. 
So you are still saying that this country is very hard. That word is saying that you don't have faith in God's word. That the part of the just man is like a shining light that shines more and more. Hallelujah. You have not faith in God's word that says that he has given unto you all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Maybe you've forgotten that you've forgotten it and you need to go back to it again. Glory to God. So we don't mentally ascend to the word of God. We spend time listening to that word, hearing that word, and faith is built in our heart. Hallelujah. There's also what we call hope. Here we're discussing Bible hope, but really there are like two kinds of hope. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. It says, now faith is the substance of things of form, the evidence of things not seen. Did you see that in your Bible? Hallelujah. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. So there is something you hope for. Hope is talking about your expectation. Say, my hope is one expectation. Hope is a desire. Hope is where I want to go. Hope is what I want to have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is what hope is, what you desire, your expectation. In Psalm 62 verse 5, it says, My soul wait only up upon God, for my expectation is from Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And everybody's expectation is supposed to be from God, not from pastor. Amen. Amen. Your expectation can only be from God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hope in Him. Hope upon God. Hallelujah. Philippians 1.20 um, Apostle Paul said, according to my NX expectation and my hope, that I shall be ashamed in nothing. But as always, now Christ shall be magnified in my body. Hallelujah. With all boldness, whether it is by life or by death. What was he saying? He had hope. How did that hope come? God had appeared to him. Jesus appeared to him on the way to Damascus. And he told him he's going to stand before kings for his name's sake. Hallelujah. He knew he was going to stand before kings. He knew that was his destiny. That hope came from the word of God. And because of that, he could declare, I, in, in nothing I will be ashamed. I know Christ will be magnified in my body. I know I'm going to stand before kings for his name's sake. Hallelujah. I have hope in the word of God. So hope comes from God's word. Hallelujah. Hope talks about the inner image. The inner image. And it has to be in existence for even faith to be able to walk. Hallelujah. In Hebrews 11 verse 1, it says, Faith is a what? Substance of things hoped for. So for instance, on Sunday morning, if you decide you are going to have, we want to eat jollof rice for breakfast, that's a hope. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The hope is jollof rice. That's the end. But to have jollof rice, then you're going to get your rice, your curry, your tin tomato, and so on and so forth, stock, and everything that makes you know, for a good jollof rice. Hallelujah. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hallelujah. It gives substance to those things that you hope for. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So hope is that inner image. Hope is that desired end. Hope is that expectation. I hope to get married. I hope to have a child. I hope to, you know, build a good house. I hope to raise a godly family. I hope to have my child, children, you know, raised in the way of, of the covenant. Hallelujah. I hope to be promoted. Hallelujah. I hope to be elevated. Hallelujah. It's that end. Now there are two kinds of hope. Amen. Natural hope is born out of, you know, what you have, where you are, where you have been, what you know, 
and so on and so forth. Just natural, based on the senses, based on the information available to you in your senses. Hallelujah. But natural hope is limited. And for some people, every reason for natural hope is completely gone. And then they find themselves where they are hopeless. And some of them go to the extent, I need to kill myself because all, all hope is gone. But not you in the name of Jesus. Not you in the name of Jesus. Because aside from natural hope, which is limited in itself to start with, you can hope in the word of God. There is supernatural hope available for you. Hallelujah. Let's read Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, I read from verse 18 or from verse 17. <laughs> Glory to God. From verse 16, therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end that the promise might be sure to all the seed. That is why it is of faith. So that the promise can be sure. Is somebody happy about that? Not only to that which is of the law, but to that which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of, nation, of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as they were. He again so believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall your seed be. Glory to God. Glory to God. Against hope he believed in hope. Against hope. What kind of hope? Against natural hope. Verse 19 explains it. It says, not being weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. How many of us understand that the body of a hundred-year-old man is already dead? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, the deadness of Sarah's womb. How old is, at what age is menopause? Hallelujah. Everything has paused, 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 paused. Hallelujah. And stopped. <laughs> Glory to God. So against natural hope, they believed in hope. Maybe there's somebody here that said, your fallopian tube is not there. Natural hope may be gone, but supernatural hope is available. Hallelujah. Supernatural hope is available. Oh, maybe they said, doctor has said this about you. But thank God, because they don't have the final say. Hallelujah. No wonder Isaiah said, who has believed that report, to whom is the helm of the Lord revealed. Glory to God. There's a better report that gives you another kind of hope. And I want to challenge you this morning to begin with hope in the word of God. Hallelujah. When natural hope is gone, and from the natural, it looks like, oh, you know, I met a lady one time, you know, she was telling me the story of her life. She said, when she looked at her background, um, her father, her own father was like a washman. Then there was somebody else in the compound. <laughs> the, the father of that person was, um, uh, the mother of that person used to sell charcoal. So I said, that guy used to toast her. You know, that she wanted to marry her, but that she just looked at herself and said, Ah, oh my, you are lagged They marry. <laughs> Hallelujah. Of course, she was looking at natural hope. Based on natural hope, she felt like if these two mixed things were going nowhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. But thank God, whether you are even the child of the watchman here today, or whether you are the child of Mama Ledu, thank God because the word of God gives you great and massive promises. Hallelujah. He said that will bless you and in your families of the earth will be blessed. That's your promise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So what we are talking about is supernatural hope. Supernatural hope is drawn from the word of God. It's a supernatural force and it's called the blueprint of faith. Contrary to hope, Abraham believed in hope. Hallelujah. 
Usually there will be a conflict between natural and supernatural hope, but I sign up for supernatural hope. Any other person signing up for supernatural hope? And how does it come? It comes from spending time in the Word of God. Hallelujah. I said spending time. Spending time. Spending time. Hallelujah. We need to stop a casual relationship with the Bible, with the Word of God. It's the Word of our covenant. It's the Word of our promise. It's the Word that we are born to live by. You need to get acquainted with the Word of God much more. Glory to God. You spend time in the Word. Romans 15, 4. Whatever things are written at full time, we're written for our learning. That we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Glory to God. There is hope for you. There is hope for you. There is hope for you. No matter what anybody has said, no matter where you are, there is hope for you. Glory to God. We hope in the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there's supernatural hope. It's born out of the word of God. Glory to God. Whether you need healing in your body, it was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of your peace, of your peace was upon him. By his stripes you were healed. Hallelujah. Who on his own self bore your sins in his own body on the tree so that you can live unto righteousness. By his stripes you were healed. You hope to be married. It's not good for a man to be alone. Hallelujah. I will make a help that is suitable for him. Somebody just needs to hope in that word. Hallelujah. It's not your mother that said so. Sometimes we feel like it's our mother that wants us to get married. No. It's God that says man should not be alone. Hallelujah. And he knows how to fix it. He knows how to fix it. You only need to hope in the word. Say, I hope in the word of God. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. I will not want for a godly man. Glory to God. The strength and the clarity of this picture depends on the, determines the manifestation desired. Hallelujah. Hope is not wishful thinking. We said it is hoping in the word. Hallelujah. Hope comes from what? It's not ah, one day, one day, I will get a brand new car. Eh? I'll ride in a Jeep. You know those songs, I'll ride in a Jeep, ride a Ferrari, and so on. But no, no basis for it. But thank God, because our hope has a basis. It's based on promises. So the pictures, the images, comes from the promises that have been given. Hallelujah. Either from the written word, or from a revealed word, a rema word, that God laid in your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hope comes from the word of God. Hallelujah. That's the basis for expectation. And it's a strong anticipation of something good. It's not wishful thinking. Tell your neighbor for me, it's not wishful thinking. Glory to God. You can read Ephesians 1.18 when you get home. Colossians 1.5, Colossians 1.23. Read your manual. Read the passages in your manual. Glory to God. Who has faith? Everyone has faith. When you got born again, faith was deposited in your heart. Hallelujah. The more you spend time in the word of God, the more faith grows. Say, the more I spend time in the word of God, the more faith grows. In Matthew chapter 8 and verse 10, the centurion approached Jesus and Jesus told him, you have great faith. Hallelujah. He met another woman, the Samaritan woman. Jesus told the woman, you have great faith. Then Jesus told the disciples and, you, and told them, he said, you have little faith. Glory to God. Even though everybody has faith, faith also grows. And faith is in levels. Say faith grows. Faith is in levels. Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone that is among you, not to think 
more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly, according as God had dealt to every man the measure of faith. Say, God has given to me a measure of faith. God has given to me a measure of faith. Hallelujah. The second scripture also affirms that 1 John 5 verses 1 verses 4. Affirms that we have faith. That faith has been given to the, to the believer. But faith is in levels. Faith is in levels. And faith grows. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Faith comes only by the word of God. Faith comes by having heard the, doesn't come by having heard the word of God. It comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And like I like to say, there is no end to that hearing. Hallelujah. Excuse me. Glory to God. Faith does not come by having heard. And that is why we don't notice some scriptures, when some scriptures are very strong in your heart, you believe that you can take your world. Then when you let things sleep, and you go to sleep, and you're in slumber mode, then some things are no longer real to you, like they used to. What happened? Faith comes, faith goes. But thank God, because we know how faith comes, and we, con we can continually engage you know, faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When your heart becomes full of the word of God, it is reflected in your words and your action. Your words are a reflection of what your heart is full of. So we faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more you put that word into your heart, the more faith grows, the more faith comes. Hallelujah. And as you hear yourself and as you act, you will know whether you are really in faith or not. That's why the Bible says, check yourself, whether you are still in the... You can check yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, something happened in my office. Somebody said, oh, what do you think? I said, the answer is within the... Amen. Because you are hanging out with yourself. You know the answer. You know whether you are in faith or not. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By what you say, by what you are doing. Two people can be in the same situation. Somebody feels like my world is over person believes that there is a way out. The same situation, the same circumstance. We have rent to pay. I have, you have rent to pay. I have rent to pay. Somebody says they will soon throw us out. We don't even know what we are going to do. As you are saying that, just know that your level of faith is what? Zero. You are at level zero. We don't know what we are going to do. The landlord said they are, he will throw us out. You know, pastor, how can you help us? We don't even know. We don't even know. We don't even know. As you are saying that, no, your word, your, your faith, your faith level is zero. Somebody else can be in that situation. I say, thank you, Jesus. The Lord shall supply all our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I believe with this situation that we are in, there is a way of escape. I believe that God is able to make all grace abound towards us so that we can have all sufficiency in all things. I believe for a turnaround in this situation. I believe for this rain to be paid. Then the two of them will come to church on Sunday morning. One is very smiling and happy and jumping and rejoicing and praising. The other one wants everybody to know this is why my life is like this. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. But faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. In Mark, Mark chapter 11, talking about the hearing, how does faith come? Hallelujah. A large chunk of our hearing has to do with our speaking. Hello? Hello? A large chunk of your hearing has to do with what? Your what? Your what? 
being in church and just listening in is not enough. That word has to leave the mouth of your pastor and come into your mouth. Because your mouth is involved in the planting of the seed in your heart. Hello? Hello? The word of God, your mouth is involved in the process of faith formation. Amen. So when the pastor says you are blessed, you've got to say I'm blessed. When the pastor says you will prosper, say I will prosper. What are you doing? You are planting that word in your heart. And that is why Mark eleven twenty three says, Verily I say unto you, unto this mountain, Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, Shall not doubt in his heart, But shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, He shall have whatsoever he says. So the scripture says, Whosoever shall what? Say, Be thou removed, And, shall, and, and be thou cast into the sea, And shall not what? Doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he what says shall come to pass, he shall have what whatsoever he does what says, whatever he's thinking, whatsoever he's thinking, whatsoever he heard, whatsoever he what. Hallelujah. Your mouth is an important tool in the process of faith formation. Because each time you're saying it, you're also reinforcing what you have heard. You're saying it, you're hearing it. As I'm preaching to you this morning, I'm hearing myself. Do you know that? Hallelujah. As you're declaring the word of God, you're hearing it. And it goes straight into your spirit. What you say with your mouth goes straight into your spirit. What you hear from a preacher goes through your outer ears to go into your spirit. What you say with your mouth goes straight into your spirit. So when the preacher preaches it, then you say it again with your mouth. It goes straight into your spirit. Hallelujah. Our faith is formed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A lot of times, so we encourage you to deposit the word of God daily into your heart. Sow the seed of God's word into your heart daily. Don't wait until you are under pressure. Don't wait until you are in trouble. Hallelujah. Don't wait until you are in trouble because faith works better without pressure. Make sure there is already enough deposit before, treasure, before pressure comes. Hallelujah. You remember the story about the man that built his house on the rock. Hallelujah. One was building. The other one was built on the rock. One built on sound. The storms came. But you cannot be building in the storm. It's harder to build in the storm. Almost impossible and impractical to build in the storm. But you can build way ahead of the storm. Hallelujah. You can build way ahead of the storm. Build faith. Hallelujah. In God's word, where healing is concerned, where prosperity is concerned. Hallelujah. Where your future is concerned, your outcome in life, build faith in the word of God. How do you release faith? Faith is released when we act on the word of God. I mentioned that earlier. Acting includes speaking and doing what the word says. Say with me, acting includes speaking and doing. Speaking and doing. The process of faith is never complete without a corresponding action. The proof of your faith is your acting on it. The proof of faith is your what? Acting on it. Glory to God. James chapter 2 and verse 26. Is somebody learning something this morning? If you are there, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the body without the spirit is dead. Look at the Rahab. Likewise also, was not Rahab the handlord justified by works when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way? For the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. 
In verse 23, it says, Abraham believed God, it was imputed to him for righteousness. And you see then how by works a man is justified. Not by faith only. Hallelujah. Faith is released. Hallelujah. Through works, through corresponding action, which includes speaking that word and taking actions that are what? In line with what you believe. You've got to take actions in line with what you believe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of the action you can take is praising God. Thank God because you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Some of the action you can take is to put a seed in the, in the offering basket and say, Lord, I just thank you because you said I should give it. It will be given back to me. Good measure, praise and shaking together. I believe, I act. Corresponding action. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see from the word of God that by the stripes of, of Jesus Christ you were healed. Stop acting healed. You might not be able to jump up and start running around all over the place. Hallelujah. But at least you can take a first step. You can take a next step. You can begin to thank God in your heart. Lord, I just want to thank you because you have healed me. I don't feel it in my body, but I know the word of God is true. I walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. That is how to act on the word of God. And that acting... That acting involves what? Speaking and acting like it is true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't say you are healed, then you lie down on the bed all day. The people that went to work in the morning left you on the bed. They came back at before noon, they are still on the bed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only if for one reason or the other you can't get up. But I mean you can get up, you can try and sit yourself up. You can try and take a step. Take another step. Hallelujah. 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 But if the situation is so that that person is on bed, but you can sing a psalm, you can sing a song of praise to God, you can thank God because His word is true. What are you doing? You're acting like that word is true. Hallelujah. And that is how we release the, 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 the faith that is in our heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The place of love in faith. God is love. Since we are born of God, we are born of love. Which means that love to a believer is your nature. Say, love is my nature. In Romans chapter 5 and verse 5, it says the love of God has been shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Glory to God. Love entails giving and forgiving. Say love entails giving and forgiving. Hallelujah. In Galatians chapter 5 verse 6, it says for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor non-circumcision avails anything, but faith works by love. Hallelujah. Faith walked by love. And in Galatians chapter 6, verse 15, it says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor circumcision avails anything, but a new creation. So we can say that a new creation is a faith being that expresses himself or herself through love. Hallelujah. See, I'm a faith being. I express myself in love. Hallelujah. Your faith is activated, energized, and expressed and working through love. Glory to God. Glory to God. And what we are talking about this morning, about walking in love, it's what you have a capacity to do. Hallelujah. Because the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart. You have what it takes to give to people. Not to hurt things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not to hurt things. Glory to God. But to give. See, I can give. In Luke chapter 6 and verse 27 to 38, Jesus was addressing people. He talked about loving your enemies, doing good to those that hate you. He talked about giving to everyone that asks of you. Because that is part of love. For God so loved the world, he gave. Hallelujah. And he said, when you give it, it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together. Hallelujah. He says, love your enemies, do good. 
hoping for nothing in return. Your reward will be great and you'll be the children of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Your faith works by love. What it means is that if you're not walking in love, you're walking in unforgiveness, you're keeping malice, you're hindering your faith from working. Hello? If you're stingy, you're hindering your faith from working. Hallelujah. If you're not a giver, you're not liberal. Hallelujah. Bible says a liberal soul will be made fat. Glory to God. Giving is part of our faith. It's part of the, the, the lifestyle. Hallelujah. Of the new creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And faith works through love. And sometimes you just need to know when offenses will come. When you are standing in faith for one thing, the devil will bring a situation, a reason for you to be offended. Hello. Offenses will come. A reason to be angry. A reason to, you know, to cast off your faith. To cast away your confidence. A reason to be distracted, to lose focus. Glory to God. But thank God, when such situation arises, you just remember, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. The love of God has been shed abroad in my heart. I'm not going to lose it. I'm going to keep walking in love. I'm going to forgive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Bible says in Mark 11 and 25, that if you stand praying, if you have anything, forgive. Hallelujah. Mark 11, 25, let's just read that. When you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any. For your father, that your father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. 26. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. Did you see that in your Bible? Did you see that in your Bible? Right after the famous chapter of faith, it says you've got to believe. You've got to believe. Hallelujah. Right after saying you've got to believe, right after he says you can, your faith can move mountains, it says if you stand praying and you have anything against anybody, forgive them. In church, we don't do malice here. Amen. 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 We don't do malice in this church. How can you be coming to church in the same bus with somebody and you're not talking to them? Maybe there's somebody like that. Because they stepped on your toes, they did something you don't like. Bible says, when you stand praying, forgive if you have what against any. That your Father which is in heaven may forgive your trespasses. But if you don't, do not forgive, neither will your heavenly Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Glory to God. So we release people. Amen. Because our faith cannot work when we are living in unforgiveness. Our faith cannot work. Our faith is rendered unproductive. But not anymore in the name of Jesus. So we have the different kinds of faith. So we have real Bible faith. Which is what we are encouraging everybody to have this morning. This kind of faith is faith that is based on God's word. And every new creation has it in a measure. Glory to God. You have it in a measure. You can build on it through hearing and hearing the word of God. Its operation lies in the heart and on the lips of the believing one. It's in your heart and it's in your mouth. No wonder Romans 10 says the word is near thee. In your heart and in your mouth. Hallelujah. The word of faith that we preach. Joshua 1 8. This book of the Lord will not depart out of your what? Your mouth. Glory to God. It lies in the heart and the lips of the believing one. Jesus taught in Mark 11. Let's just read Mark 11 23 to 24. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, say whosoever. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. So it's a mountain. It's not a small problem here. It's a mountain. 
Amen. But whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea. If you will not doubt in your heart and believe the things you say will come to pass, you will have what you say. There's no situation that is more than the word of God. Bible says all things that we see were created by the word of God. So that the things that we see were not made of things that do appear. Glory to God. And because God's word is the source of all things, it can also create, it can amend, restructure, reform, transform, change, correct, whatever it is you want it to do. Glory to God. Natural faith, glory to God. It is characterized by believing in the heart and confessing with your mouth. Hallelujah. This faith believes first. Say this faith believes first. It believes first and sees later. And sees later. It believes first. So my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. There is no full stop in the house, but we believe first. We believe first and we will see later. I will keep believing. We will keep saying, we will keep standing there, saying, repeating the word of God until what we see in the natural begins to conform to the word of God. Hallelujah. Natural faith, on the other hand, speaks of natural human faith based on the physical senses. Ah, there's rise in the, in the, in the store. There's still praise God. The Lord is good forever. The Lord supplies all our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Because we can sit in the kitchen. Hallelujah. Your husband just brought all the groceries and then the house is full. Say, thank God, because God supplies all my needs according to his riches. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible discourages faith that is based on what you can see on physical senses. It says we walk by faith and not by sight. Natural faith is a product of an impaired spirit that was left after Adam committed the high treason. That's when we got separated from God. As a result of this impaired state of man, the senses of man became predominant and believing with the heart became difficult. Thomas expressed this kind of faith. I believe there's no Thomas in this house. There's no Thomas in this house, right? If you are a Thomas, shout hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, there's no Thomas in this house. Glory. Why? Because when they told Thomas that Jesus had risen, he did not believe them. He said, until I see him, until I feel the holes on his side, until I feel the holes in his palms, I will not believe. Hallelujah. Did you, Pastor Tony, did you see the hole in his hands? You just heard the word of God and you believe that word. Natural faith says, I want to see that hole. I want to touch it. I want to see something. I want to feel something before I can believe. But that is not the kind of faith we are encouraged to, leave, to, to have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Natural faith waits for physical manifestation before it is ready to act. It's about seeing to believe. God designed the office of the evangelist in a way to appeal to natural faith because he's primarily called to deal with non-Christians. You know, God has not dealt with an unbeliever, the measure of faith. So he's permitted to use natural faith. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he doesn't have the measure of faith. Glory to God. That is why the ministry of signs and wonders is vital in the, in the ministry of evangelists. So people see miracles, blind eyes, they say, ah, this man that can open blind eyes, he must be God. We want to give our lives to him. Hallelujah. It's faith based on the senses, but they must grow beyond that level. Glory to God. In John chapter 4, there is a man that came to Jesus. You know, and Jesus said to him, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. You know what he told Jesus? He said, my son is not feeling well. I am beseech Jesus to come down with him. Hallelujah. And lay hands on his son so that his son can get well. So there were two requests there. You must come with me so that my son can be healed. 
And Jesus answered and told this man, Except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Then the nobleman said to him, Sir, come down here, else my child will die. <laughs> then Jesus said to him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. He said, the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken to me. And, and he went his way. Jesus had to make that man cross from the realm of, you have to come down. Amen. To the realm where you can just act on the word of God. You can take me for my word. In another instance, the centurion came to Jesus and said, Jesus, said my son is not uh, feeling well. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. He said, ah, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. If you speak the word only, my son will be healed. Did you see the difference between the two people? One said, you have to come to my house and lay hands on him. And Jesus said, no, I will not come with you. Go, your son is healed. Thank God because he took the step and acted on the word of God. And he went and his son was healed that same hour. Another person came to Jesus and said, Jesus, you know, my son is healed. And Jesus said, I will come. He said, don't bother. You don't need to come. I'm a man under authority. Hallelujah. Just speak the word only. And that is what God wants you to elevate into. Not just when Reverend K comes. Hey, when Reverend K comes or they'll pray for something will happen. See, I'm telling you, Reverend K is not here. 365 days in a year. You are missing out on the promises of God. By just merely waiting until such a point. It's good to come, to have faith and to believe that when my pastor comes, something will happen. But you have 365 days in a year. And most of which you are spending outside church. Glory to God. And that is why Romans chapter 10 said, don't, don't say in your heart, who will go to heaven to bring Christ down? Who will go into the deep to bring him up from the grave? He said the word is near thee. In your heart, in your mouth, the word of faith will preach. That if you believe with your heart the Lord Jesus and you confess him with your mouth, you will be saved. If you believe anything with your heart and you say it with your mouth, you will have the manifestation. That is what he's saying. Glory to God. Glory to God. Do we understand that? Hallelujah. Stop operating at a very low level of faith. It's time to elevate. Hallelujah. Perverted fear on the other hand, uh, faith on the other hand is just fear. It's just the opposite of faith. Hallelujah. It's not for result, but on the negative side. It's just simply fear. The faith of the first Adam became converted to fear when he fell in the garden of Eden. Fear is, as it is called, is a real force when the devil employs it to express himself. It's not natural to it's not natural to believe in ones, but can be produced when one's attention becomes drifted from the word. Hallelujah. When you see yourself being fearful, just know that you have drifted from the word and get back into that word. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Your level of faith is inversely proportional to the level of your fear. Meaning, if you're expressing high fear, then you have low faith. If you're expressing high faith, then you have very fear or no fear at all. Praise God. Hallelujah. How do you drive fear out? Spend time in the word. Hallelujah. Spend time in the word that counters that thing that you fear. And fear will naturally find its way out of your life. Amen. We have talked about corresponding action. Faith says that um, this law state, the law of corresponding action says that faith without works is dead. Glory to God. And they talked about Abraham. Abraham was tried. God had given him a promise that in your son Isaac, I'm going to raise you a seed. Then God said, go and kill that child. Bible says that even though it was said that in Isaac, your seed shall be called. He was willing to offer up Isaac. Accounting that God was able to raise him up from the dead. And he received him back in the figure. Hallelujah. So he acted. He acted knowing that God would raise him up. Hallelujah. He took that child to be killed. Hallelujah. Believing that God would what? Raise him up. He was not afraid of his promise. He believed in his promise. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
James chapter 1 verse 25 says, it's the person that does the word of God that receives the blessing, that is blessed in his deed. The one that acts on the word of God is the one that receives the blessing. Glory to God. Mark eleven twenty three talks about uh, the next um, portion, says faith and confession. We have said that is about saying and saying and saying again. Say saying and saying and saying again. Saying and saying and saying again. You don't stop saying it. You don't keep quit saying it. You keep on saying it and saying it and saying it until you see manifestation. When do I stop declaring the word? When the manifestation has showed up. You keep saying it. You keep saying it. The woman with the issue of blood, Bible says she said in her heart. It wasn't like she said once in her heart. She was saying and saying and saying, if I can touch the helm of his garment, I will be made of. She had heard of Jesus, that Jesus could heal. If I can touch the helm of his garment, she kept saying it and saying it. And did she have a manifestation or not? Hallelujah. Different kinds of confession. There is a confession of sin. <clears throat> there is a confession of the lordship of Jesus Christ. And there is the confession of a believer's faith in God's word. Hallelujah. The confession of the lordship of Jesus Christ is what, is what brings us to salvation. Is what brings us into the family of God. The confession of our sins is what we do to have a fellowship with him restored on a continual basis. You have gone against, you know, you have, you have erred, you have gone against the word, you just keep speaking that word. And you, you have gone against the word of God, you just confess your sins. You approach him. Hallelujah. You, you, you approach him, you confess your sins once you, once you have realized it and ask for forgiveness. Don't keep it, sweep it under the carpet. Like he doesn't understand that it happened. It happened and he saw it. Hallelujah. You can only turn to him and say, Father, forgive me. Hallelujah. Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So three kinds of confession. Confession of sin, confession of the lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the confession of faith in God's word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The confession of the Lordship of Jesus Christ is once and for all. Hallelujah. The first time you heard it, you believed the gospel, you were pricked in your heart, you knew you needed a savior, you gave your life to Jesus and you made that confession. You do it once and for all. The confession of sin is as, amen, when you sin, amen. If you don't sin, there's nothing to confess. Hallelujah. You know, it is all the sins that we have sinned. You must really know not, you know, there's a way you just pray this prayer religiously. You know, but don't do it religiously. If you have done something, God, I repent of that. I ask you to forgive me. And God says there are some people here, you just need to repent. It, it, the issue here is not even just confession. It's that you need to, you know, you need to consider your ways. You need to change your thinking. Hallelujah. There are things that you are doing and you know that it's wrong and you keep on doing them. God wants you to repent in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There are other faith associates. We have patience, say patience, joy, peace. Temperance, meekness, they are associates of faith, hallelujah, and they accompany our faith to have the result that we desire, amen, amen, meaning faith does not act alone, hallelujah, there's a point of being patient, say be patient, be patient to receive your promise, Hebrews chapter 10, hallelujah, my God, so help me God, I have only one minute to go. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35 Cast not away your confidence which has great recompense of reward for you have need of patience after that you have done the will of God that you might receive the promise. Amen. Amen. Between the point you release your faith and your manifestation there is patience in between. Hallelujah. There is thanksgiving in between. Hallelujah. There is meekness. There is peace. There is temperance in between. Hallelujah. And patience talks about being, you know, being constant. Being constant, being unwavering. It talks about consistency. You just keep staying with the word of God. 
You, so, you just keep staying with the word of God. You have need of patience. In this passage of scripture, was talking about the people. Don't cast away your confidence. There are times where pressures will come and you are tempted to just quit. You know, it looks like this word is not working, but it's working. Bible says the kingdom of God is as a man should cast seed in the ground. He will sleep night and day, doesn't know how it works. But the heart will eventually, that fruit will come forth. Hallelujah. Just stay there and keep believing. Tell somebody for me, stay there and keep believing. Keep saying the word of God. Remain constant under pressure. Remain immovable. Keep saying the word of God. Hallelujah. And there's also joy. Isaiah, Isaiah, verse 12 and 3 says, With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. To have those manifestations, rejoice. Rejoice again, I say rejoice. Count it all joy. Rejoice again and again and again. There's no food on the table. Rejoice. You just finish an appointment with the doctor and the report is not good. Rejoice. Don't get into depression. Somebody said that the devil can't steal your joy. He can't keep your good. Rejoice and rejoice and rejoice again, I say. Rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because your joy has to be intact. Bible says in Romans chapter 4, Abraham struggled not at the promise of God through unbelief. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God. In that situation, in that circumstance, give him glory, give him thanks. Because you know that the word of God will prevail. You learned that last week so mightily. Build the word of God. It prevailed. It will prevail over lack, over sickness, over poverty, over every work of the enemy in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you need to know how to be in that place where you are constant, where you are immovable, where you just keep sounding like a broken record. When you keep saying the same thing, you just keep saying the same thing. You keep saying the same thing. You maintain your confession. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there's a balance to faith. Amen. You know, oh, God says, we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, for my sake he became poor, that I through his poverty will be rich. Then you begin to issue checks. There's no money in your bank account. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then you begin to, you know, you buy on credit. Hallelujah. Because my God will supply. Don't go and buy on credit when the supplier has not manifested, please. Hallelujah. Then you bought, bought, bought. They were now struggling out to come out of debt. Hallelujah. Or maybe somebody is sick. You said you are prayed, you believe God. Don't throw away your medication. Besides, that it is in your house does not stop your faith process from working. Hello. That that medication is in your house, on your cupboard, on your table, does not stop your process of faith. How does faith come? It comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and by speaking and speaking and speaking the word of God. So it's not anti-faith that is in your house. Hallelujah. So they say somebody is terminally healed. He throws away all his sickness. And they say a church killed him. Church did not kill him. Amen. You can keep using that medicine and say, thank you Lord because by the stripes of Jesus, I've been healed. I've been healed. I've been healed. And if you think your faith is strong, don't throw the message away. Just leave it there. By the stripes of Jesus Christ, I've been healed. Just keep saying that. Just keep saying that. When the healing is manifest, even you yourself, you will know that the healing is already manifest. Hallelujah. When it's time to throw away the medicine, you will know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Because what happens is that when people get out of, um, people get into trouble when they are trying to act in faith, they yawn, they are levels. Has somebody learned something this morning? The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email 
KMIAfrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.